Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, Film Geeks, today's episode is all about Love Again, the movie starring Nick Jonas's wife and the dude from Outlander, plus Celine Dion. Let's talk about it. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of All Right, Let's Talk About It. My name is Savannah. I am your host. I do film reviews and film industry commentary. Happy Cinco de Mayo, y'all. I just realized that I haven't the slightest idea what Cinco de Mayo is actually for, like what it's celebrated for. I think I was under the, the impression for the longest time that it's like the Mexican Independence Day. I'm not entirely sure. So if you are Mexican, Mexican American of Mexican descent, and you know, please educate me in a comment section somewhere. I would love to know because my understanding, you know, as a red blooded American is, you know, this is the day where Americans, you know, eat tacos, drink beer and get drunk. And I live in New Orleans. So there's always a reason to get drunk for whatever. And I think Jazz Fest is also still going on this weekend. So yeah, a lot of touristy things happening. It's, that's just the way things go. We're Americans. You know, any reason to celebrate and celebrate big, we're going to do it. That's just how things go. I remember actually um, doing a TikTok about a year or so ago. Yeah, it had to been about a year ago because it was around St. Patrick's Day. And there was a guy from Ireland asking why Americans do St. Patrick's Day bigger than people in Ireland. Well, you know, the traditions associated with St. Patrick's Day in the United States are very much American. The first St. Patrick's Day on record was actually in what is now St. Augustine, Florida. But it's just, you know, American culture to just celebrate things and celebrate big. I've actually heard from like, you know, British creators, how much they love the way we do Halloween because we do Halloween pretty big. It's a big deal. Costumes, the works, parties, you know, it's it's a whole festival wherever you are. And then, you know, being in New Orleans, which is all about celebration. It's part of the culture. Mardi Gras, Halloween, 4th of July, um, St. Patrick's Day is a big deal here. Even, you know, the holidays kind of around it that, you know, you may not honor so much if you're not Catholic. So, uh, you know, Italian American Heritage Month. So, you know, places up north might, you know, dig into that a little bit deeper catholic places saint joseph's day stuff like that so if you are of mexican-american descent of some kind of mexican let me know what this is about and what this means to you how your family celebrates and why you love the holiday 
um, it'd be nice to know something other than, hey, let's eat tacos and get drunk, you know. To each their own, though, if that's what you look forward to doing, I love it for you. Just be safe. <laughs> so we're talking about love again today. Um, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm not going to keep y'all super long. There's not a whole lot to say about this. So instead of seeing Guardians of, Guardians of the Galaxy like the rest of the country, I saw Love Again, which is a rom-com directed by James Strauss, stars Priyanka Chopra Jonas, um, Nick Jonas's wife, Sam Hewen from Outlander, and Celine Dion, who is Celine Dion. And um, yeah, this is, uh, I think this is probably the first like real romantic comedy that I've seen. I think the last one I saw was the one with George Clooney and Julia Roberts last, what, November or October, one of those two, uh, called Tickets to Paradise, where they played, you know, two divorcees and they're, you know, hopping on a plane to Bali to celebrate their daughter's wedding, who just decided to take a post-graduation trip to, I think it was Indonesia, Bali, somewhere around there. I don't know much about the geography of that area, so please don't come at me. But she decided to take a trip, met someone, fell in love, decided to get married, and it was cute little comedy um something that i think only julia roberts and george clooney could have pulled off something about their experience and the way they work a scene and just something only they could do i don't know how else to make it make sense but it was a cute little movie i loved it enjoyed it this is a little bit different sam hewen is from outlander i've never seen an episode i've heard of it i've seen pictures i know girls go crazy over him he's very good looking you know he's got the accent and then the only thing i've ever known about priyanka chopper jonas is that she's nick jonas's wife that's it i don't know anything else about her um from what i've been able to look up is I guess she um, was very big in Bollywood. I don't know much about Bollywood either. I probably should. I only know, I think, just the basics. Enough to kind of explain to someone what Bollywood is. But don't ask me what a, the name of a Bollywood movie. I couldn't tell you. There's actually no reason for me not to. I, I probably should dig a little bit deeper into that. As beautiful as the Indian culture is and the way it's displayed on film, the extravagance of it all is definitely something that I would be into. So I don't even know why I've never you know, dipped my toes into the Bollywood world. But that's it. That's all I know about Nick Jonas's wife. I'm just kind of looking at her page right now on Rotten Tomatoes. She's older than me. And Nick Jonas is younger than me. I'm pretty sure we're a, no, no, he's younger than me. Cause he is, this is what I remember about Nick Jonas because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh my God, you know, I love the, you know Jonas Brothers and they came out with that album they're like such a huge fan like whatever come back to me when you want to talk about the year 3000 okay when you want to talk about Mandy and that whole it's about time album like shut up and sit down you're young you just got here but yeah I just remember when they came out with that album and they were kind of new on the scene but no one outside of Radio Disney and you know Hannah Montana fans really knew who they were and um they had, you know, Nick Jonas was in a relationship with Miley Cyrus for a little while. Then he was in a relationship with Nick, um, Selena Gomez. And that was the, you know, love triangle of the kind of Disney generation. Every couple of years, there's a Disney triangle that just, you know, works its way through the gossip channels. But we're not talking about a lot. We're talking, I mean, honestly, talking about all of that would be far more interesting than talking about love again. This movie was just not good. I enjoyed it. You know, just because for me, just because the movie is bad doesn't mean I'm not going to enjoy it. There are plenty of movies that are just absolutely awful and God terrible, but they entertain me to a degree. 
this was kind of that. So what is this about? This is about uh, Mira Ray. Mira Ray just lost her boyfriend whom she is in love with. Apparently he was about to propose to her in a tragic accident. He was hit by a car, a drunk driver right in front of her. Um, as she's sitting in a coffee shop, you know, drawing and he says goodbye, walks to the street and gets hit by a car. Two years later, she is still grieving and dealing with the loss and finally decides to move back to the city with her sister and start to, you know, move forward with her life and step out of that cloud of grief. But she's still kind of in it. So she still has his old phone number. So she decides, you know, just to talk to him and grieve and you know share a bit of her life with him and how she's feeling and so she starts texting this old number not realizing that that old number has been recycled and been given away enters um rob burns who is a writer for a newspaper he's a music critic and he has her old telephone well no let me back up he gets a new work phone and that work phone happens to be you know john the dead boyfriend's number and he's receiving these texts i mean you can kind of get an idea as to where this is going it's pretty predictable so rob burns is also dealing with his own relationship loss he was engaged to a woman and she dumped him a week before their wedding and when we first meet him he's a waking up and he's late for work and he's checking Instagram and sees that his ex is in a new relationship. So clearly this is a man whose life is just not together. He's not with it. He's not focused. Um, he's, he's trying to find reasons to keep mo- moving forward, but he's kind of lost hope. And Priyanka Chopra Jonas's character, Mira Ray, is finding hope, trying to figure out what life looks like without her boyfriend, trying to figure out what love looks like if he's not in the picture. We get a cute little cameo from Nick Jonas where, you know, she he's playing a blind bumble date and he's a total douche nugget. Um, stereotypical you know, personal trainer who has absolutely no brains. He's all muscle, no brains, just very stereotypical and that that kind of roll I rolled my eyes at that. It's like, oh gosh, really? Are we not past this? You know, personal trainer with no brain in his head, just you know, just likes to do push ups, and he's all about sex. Like it's it's, it's so cliche and so boring. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this movie. So, Mira Ray, Rob Burns, Priyanka Chopper, Jonas, Sam Hewen. I mean, as far as acting goes, they did okay. I think the downfall here is definitely the writing. It was just not written very well. But unfortunately for our director, he also wrote it. Um, let's see what I can find out about him here on Rotten Tomatoes. I live on Rotten Tomatoes, y'all. You don't even know. So, Lonesome Jim. with um, He was a screenwriter for Lonesome Jim with Casey Affleck. Bro, what's wrong with you? He was also one of the screenwriters for New York, I Love You. I love that movie. Apparently critics didn't, but I love that movie. Grace is Gone. He was a director and a writer, director and screenwriter for The Winning Season, director and screenwriter for People, Places, Things, uh, The Hollers. He was a screenwriter and executive producer, a director and screenwriter for The Incredible Jessica James. I don't know much about that movie, but it came out in 2017. And then after 2017, we have Love Again with... um this movie, this, this thing we're talking about today. So it's a cheese fest. It's absolutely cheesy, very cliche, predictable. It's what you expect, I think, from a rom-com minus the comedy. The comedy in this movie really comes from the supporting cast. Uh, Rob's co-workers, 
hilarious. You know, one of them is kind of your stereotypical gay. There, I, I swear, there there has to be at least one gay dude in these rom com movies, or else, so for whatever reason, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand why we have to like fill quotas anymore. Why can't we just be normal and natural? Sometimes there's a gay best friend. Sometimes there isn't. But he was probably one of the funniest things about the whole movie. It probably him and another coworker can't even remember their names. And then Mira's sister, Susie, was hilarious. She's wonderful. So the, the supporting cast really makes this film. Mira and Rob are kind of cliche, cheesy, and just a little boring. I didn't really buy the relationship. I mean, it's just kind of predictable and nonsensical. He falls in love with this girl he's never met based on texts. And he decides he wants to meet her based on a clue that she left in one of her texts. And not an intentional clue, but it was a line from an opera that she enjoyed with her dead boyfriend and so he decides and it just just so happens just so happens the opera is playing in town and so he decides he's going to go to every single show until he sees her and then he sees her and it's love at first sight and she's wearing this beautiful yellow dress and it's it's kind of cute but it's one of those the uh here's the thing this is probably one of my favorite mo- moments from the movie because it took a cliche a metaphor and it made it real the whole you know there was no one else in the room time stopped you know no one else existed it was just me and you in this moment and everything else was silent it really kind of took that kind of cliche something you hear about in music and manifested it in a sense and you know they're having this moment together where they're talking and it's cheesy and it's awkward and he's nervous stumbling because she's so beautiful and he's like it's her she's wonderful and and she has no idea who he is. All she knows is that he's looking at me like I'm beautiful and he's kind of cute and he's wearing sneakers and I'm wearing sneakers and, you know, we should hang out sometime and yada, 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 let's exchange numbers. And then all of a sudden, awkwardly, she runs into a couple and then there's sound and then there's people. And we remember that they're not the only two people in the room. I think that was the one moment, the one cinematic moment from this movie that I truly enjoyed everything else was just super cliche. I mean, that's all I can really say about it. So yeah, I mean, it's just typical. It's nothing. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Special. It's nothing to write home about. It's not very good. But it really does cater to a very specific audience. I think if you're the type of girl to sit down and watch entire Hallmark movies on purpose, I am not that person. Clearly, you can hear from the sound of my voice. My best friend, however, is definitely that person. She is the person to sit and watch Hallmark movies and enjoy them and then tell me how good they are. And I'm like, you're lying. And I talked about this on TikTok last night. There was a movie. I couldn't remember the movie, the name of the movie. I was like, it was about some girl in a coffee shop. It's called Coffee Shop. And we were, this was years ago. This had to be maybe 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. And she was um, uh, so convinced that this was like such a good movie and that I would like it. And I'm like, do you not know me? We've known each other since 2016 at this point. There's no reason for you to be so ignorant. You know, you know what kind of movies I like. You know, I'm not going to watch this, but she loves it. And being the best friend, I'm going to, you know, entertain her, so to speak. And I'm going to watch this movie because she loves it. And that's all that matters. If she loves it, I'm going to love it for her. I did not love it for her. I was so mad at her after that. Like, you made me sit through this. This is terrible. This is so bad. And she's just laughing at me. Like, it's so good. Like, no, that was so cheesy and unrealistic. Like, she's supposed, she's living in this nice swanky apartment working in a coffee shop. How does she even afford this? This is more unrealistic than friends. Like, I just went off. And we had a good, and we still laugh about it. I still bring it up. Like, remember that one time you made me watch that movie? Yeah, yeah, you owe me for that. This is the type of movie that she would love. Just cheesy, unrealistic, fluffy, and, you know, hopeless romantic kind of movie. You know, I'm more of the, you know, the invitation and beautiful disaster kind of girl. You know, if they could get those movies right. I'm just asking for something simple. Just get it right. I just need the proper level of toxicity in my fictional men. She would prefer no toxicity. She wants them to be just sparkling and perfect with a little couple of little flaws that we can forgive by the end of the movie. Because in true fashion, you know, they meet, they fall in love, they have a couple of dates, they sleep together. She finds out that, hey, he's the guy that's been reading all of my texts to my ex-boyfriend. And she's like, how could you lie to me this is so sad and then you know he she's like I'm not gonna be with him then we get this sad little montage of you know sadness here and there and it's oh so cheesy and you know but he's a writer for the chronicle and he decides to you know use the article that he's working on because he's supposed to be working on this um, music critic art critique of Celine Dion who is in the movie she helped executive produce this produces whatever that whatever you want to call it and you know, her music is, you know, strong throughout this movie. Honestly, it's it's basically a, does she have new music coming out or something? Is she doing a resurgence, kind of a, you know, trying to revive her career? I don't even know what's going on with Celine Dion. All I know is that every so often her music twin trends on TikTok, twins, trends on TikTok. That's it. That's all I know. And, uh, you know, a couple of her songs here and there because, you know, she's iconic. Um I think Celine Dion is kind of a, a a core memory for every generation since she started really making music. But, you know, he's supposed to be doing this, you know, music critique of her, you know, first American tour in over a decade and decides to use that column to reach out to her and say, you know, 
I didn't know what love was and now I know what love is and I'd lost hope and you helped me feel the music again and oh gosh like stab me in the eyeball with a spoon like really okay this is kind of cute but you know Kate Hudson did it better in how to lose a guy in 10 days I miss those kinds of rom-coms I miss those so much but anyways we can talk about that another time So Celine Dion in this movie, let's talk about that for a hot second. Celine Dion is not bad. She's actually a good actress. I've actually never heard her speaking voice before this. I've only heard her sing. I knew she was from, you know, Montreal, French, you know, you know, French Canadian, but I'd never heard that her accent. That accent is so pretty, by the way. I don't know if you've ever heard like a French Canadian accent. It's almost, I don't want to say watered down French accent, but it's, it's something, it's a little more subtle. And it's softer and it's, it's, it's very airy and it's sweet and it's, um, it's like a dopamine hit. There's something about that accent that's just so pretty and soft. I mean, the French accent, I think is beautiful no matter what. So I'm down here in, you know, Louisiana, not that far from Acadiana, which is to the West of me. So it's not that uncommon to hear Cajun French here and there. And then that Cajun accent, which is kind of like an offshoot of all of that. It's beautiful. It's sweet. It's sing-songy, but there's something about that, that French Canadian accent that's just so soft. And she has such a beautiful voice and such a commanding presence. And she's kind of funny in this. And she's very much herself. I think when actors play themselves in movies, they tend to trip up the most. But she did a really good job. Tom Brady in 80 for Brady was did such a good job playing himself. But I also think at that time he was going through a lot. And it really just kind of showed on screen. But I, I, she was one of the highlights of this movie for me. That little cinematic moment of, you know, time stops and the room is empty. That was good for me. The Celine Dion music throughout this is was such a sing-along for me. I, it's, it was great. I mean, you can't help it. But just like belt it out in the middle of the theater. I mean, what are you supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? What am I, what do you expect from me? Of course, I'm going to sing it out at the top of my lungs. Duh. It's a Celine Dion song. What am I, like, I feel like it's expected, welcomed and encouraged. So her music is very much the soundtrack here. And she kind of plays a wise sage character here for our buddy Rob, because, you know, he's tasked with interviewing her and, you know, critiquing this tour or whatever and getting people excited about it. And she's like, you know, you're such a little boy, you know, when you become a man, come back. He's like, I'm 35. But she notices that he's kind of lacking something. He doesn't quite understand her music because he he doesn't really know what love is. And she kind of helps him kind of figure it out. You know, he confides in her about this these texts he's been getting. And he's she's like, you got to meet her. You got to do it. You got to go for it. And really kind of walking him through that love process and ends up becoming kind of a, a mediator between the two of them. And it's that part of it, I think, is kind of sweet, having that kind of support. But overall, the movie is just awful <laughs> and it's kind of cheesy and it's, it's it's not dull. It's not boring at all. It's just Sam and Priyanka have a hard time selling this. Really, if it weren't for the supporting cast, this would be a complete, complete dud. The supporting cast really saves it. The two individuals who play Rob's co-workers, the young lady who plays um, Mira's sister, and then Celine Dion. They really are the heartbeat of this movie because there's nothing believable or lively about Sam or Rob. As good looking and beautiful as they are, they they are the, the part of the movie that really could have been thrown away and we could have just had that supporting cast and it would have been golden. Absolutely golden. And I had people ask me about Nick Jonas. Um, 
I don't, I don't know. They could have left that out. That was kind of pointless. I think that was just kind of a funny thing to see. It's like, ha ha ha, Nick Jonas. But you know, I mean, that's just her husband. What, what that was, I think the most believable part of the movie for me is her interacting with her husband. Clearly they have a natural chemistry. She didn't really have that with Sam, but yeah, if you are someone who loves fluff and you love the, the Hallmark cheesiness of a movie, if that's something that works for you, I think you'll enjoy it. I didn't. I mean, not to say I didn't enjoy it. I mean, I was entertained, but like it's, this isn't for me. But it might be for you. So don't take this as me saying, don't go seeing it so bad. No, if you are the type of person who enjoys these kinds of movies, if this is something that, you know, puts a smile on your face, you love it, you want to share with your girlfriends, this is for you. Buy, knock yourself out, buy a ticket. Especially if you're like me and you're like, I don't know if I want to see Guardians of the Galaxy and you're really itching to see something else, something lighter, something not so heavy. Here you go. Here you go. There's nothing, you know, weighty about this at all it's relatively short just under two hours and yeah that's that's all she wrote I, there's not that's it yeah it's 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 an absolute cheese fest of a movie something only my best friend would love and then i would be mad at her for making me watch it want to advertise on this podcast check the episode description to see how you can be featured on the next episode <laughs> Thank you for listening to me rant and rave about yet again another movie so that was love again directed by james strauss it is an absolute cheese fest of a movie basically they took a hallmark movie and they put it on the big screen it's cheesy corny cliche it's all the things but it's mainly kept alive by a semi-vibrant supporting cast including celine dion but our main leads are just I mean, it's almost like they're just happy to be there. They're just kind of props. They're not even all that wonderful to write home about. Bless their hearts. So what's coming up? Y'all, when I say this month of May is incredibly dull, at least it is for me, I don't know what to tell you. I'm so sick of sequels and franchises because Fast X comes out this month, but I haven't seen anything after the first Fast and Furious. Nothing. Uh, so I'm trying to decide, okay, do I want to just see Fast X and then give y'all a review as someone who hasn't kept up to maybe help people who are thinking maybe, should I see this if I haven't? I don't know. I don't know what perspective to really go with that. I am going to see What's Love Got to Do With It next week. It's not the Tina Turner movie. At least I think that's what the movie's called. It's with Lily James, another rom-com. I love Lily James. So that's why I'm going to see that one. Um, there is a movie with Jane Fonda that comes out next week, but I'm just not interested at all. Y'all, month of May is so boring. This is going to be such a difficult month. I'm going to have to find some things to watch. Hopefully some of the movies that I missed in the month of April will still be around. Uh yeah and the, but the month of june y'all the month of june is looking good we got boogeyman the blackening um i think uh the indiana jones movie indiana jones movie comes out either june or july like june is looking so much better it's looking so much healthier may is very um anemic I, i've never much i've never cared much for the month of may with respect to movies april is always one of the best months september october and july my personal opinion so that's what's happening. That's what's coming up. I, I, I have nothing. I'm trying to figure it out. I usually have my whole month planned. I usually have, you know, up to, you know, cause I'm an AMC a list person. So I can reserve up to three tickets and I usually always have three tickets waiting right now. I only have one. That's insane for me. That is, that is the first time it's been like that since the beginning of the year. But here we are. So we're, we're going to work our way through the month of May and hope for the best. Cause yeah, it's just, uh, 
If you're itching for me to review something, let me know. Let me know either in a comment section or, um, mm, yeah, either comment. I can't, my brain is blanked. I'm hungry and I need to do laundry. That's my problem. So either in comment section on Instagram or on YouTube, find me or on rumble so this video will automatically load to rumble when it loads to youtube so that is also an option if you are on that platform as well yes so that was love again i I, yeah and um i don't know what else to say if you are in the city of new orleans for jazz fest or whatever festivity stay safe mind your car do not leave any valuables in it Okay, because people like to, you know, break into steal and carjack people for fun in this beautiful city. There's, you know, there's so much for tours to do, but it seems like there's not a whole lot for young residents to do, which is partly one of the reasons why the crime here sucks so much. But that's a whole nother rant and rave. We're not even going to get into that. But I love y'all very much. Happy Cinco de Mayo. And I hope you have an amazing weekend. And I will see you guys next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.